Welcome everyone to the TZR Podcast, episode 54. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Justin Chow. He named me first this time. Yes. I try to change it up each time, yeah, just to that. keep everybody on the toes. Liz Laisui is also here. Hey, hey. And Alex Shock. I'm last now. I almost had a bad last podcast. Were you I last am the middle last child. I was first last time. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were first last time. That's why I made you last this time. Man. It's all about demoted. balance. Balance in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, there was not too much going on news-wise this week, but that's okay, because uh, actually a lot of our news is about uh, Nintendo-related stuff. Some upsetting stuff, some pretty cool stuff, or promising stuff, and uh, we're going to have just some conversation about some of the new games that are coming up, but first, I want to know what's going on in everybody's lives right now. Tell me tell me what's going on. Liz, what games are you playing? Uh, Well... Overwatch, obviously, because that update just came out. But okay, it was my comments from last week validated. <laughs> How fucking awesome is Sombra? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I got. I got. A, I got a shrug and a. Dusty, yeah. you suck. <laughs> you really don't like her. I I like her design. Um, She's just not overpowered. Like. Yeah that that uh that recall thing whatever it's called uh lasts for I think fifteen seconds which isn't super long. It's not like. Uh, okay, it doesn't just sit there. No, yeah, and it's mm. like uh, I just thought I was like, oh, that's a little bummer because like that's totally not how I wanted to use it. Right. Mm. Oh thing. yeah, right. Um, but I just I feel like she's not a character I'm gonna end up playing a lot. Maybe she will be, but I I like characters that heal themselves, and uh, okay. I don't know. If, but she is pretty good with the hacking of the health packs. That's like yeah. super. Fun. Yeah, for sure. That update came with the uh, the like free to play week thing, right? Like you can play it for free now. For like a little while. Oh Overwatch. yes, this weekend you can play yeah. Overwatch for free. Oh, it's just this weekend. I thought mm-hmm. it was I like started. I played the, I played the beta and I really liked it, but then I just didn't jump on that bag wagon because so play. I know, and I'm thinking maybe maybe it's time to start jumping into that and playing a little bit. I don't know. I need a new game other than Animal Crossing. Yeah, so I know you've I know. been playing Animal Crossing for you know quite some time. You know what I have been playing though? What's that? The Amazon shop. I've been waiting for fucking. <laughs> what? I it, I've been playing Amazon. Have you played that game yet? For the NES Classic, because I've been waiting and I really want one. For no other reason than everybody else wants one. Yeah. I actually don't... I, like... I already own all those the other games. The fact that it's, like, so difficult to get is making also, it seem desired. Hey, guys, I have one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a secret... All right, here's here's a little, like, secret. I was going to get everyone NES Classics because they're super cheap. Like, all my friends are just going to be like, here you go. And they're like going to the be like, wow, this Christmas is so cool. Ever, yeah. I can't do that. Now I'm fucked. I gotta look for new things to buy. You know, oh, did, you, did you see the the picture I posted in chat? No. My coworker has the the, uh, the Japanese version of it. That's like the with Famicom. The, with the really oh, the tiny one? controllers. Yeah, cool. yeah, with the really tiny controllers. But it was really cool looking. It, like, I think it cool. looks awesome, but the controllers are totally unconventional. So like it makes yeah. no sense. I also I wanted. I was thinking about like trying to get that one when I heard that it was coming out. But I don't really hold as much nostalgia for that as obviously the the original. U.S. version NES. Yeah, I'd play the shit out of a tiny Sega. By oh the way. yeah, if there was, a, I, they are making one in Brazil right now. That, has, that has an SD slot with like thirty games on it. A lot of them first parties, not very good. Uh, it only includes Sonic Three, which is the best one, but like it's just weird. I'm on Vector um, Man. So you had that uh, like poll that came out. It was like if we made a remade or something of a new, like an old game, what would it be? Yeah, I don't know what came out of that poll. Yeah, I'm just saying not that much for everyone here to know. But uh, NES Classic is awesome. Speaking of, so Allie and I have been playing a lot of Bubble Bobble because it is like the best co op game that's on there. I mean, we fucked around with like Mario and uh, Balloon (laughs) Fight and stuff, but uh, Bubble Bobble is what's up. Like, that game is so freaking good. What you could do is somebody can play Zelda 1 and the other person have a printout of the map 
and you just play it that way. It's kind of like co-op. That's the thing. Like, I feel like I've already gotten so much play out of this. Like, I mean, frankly, just ah, just partially like, a joke, but that was awesome. You're a genius. Just like that's having it. this like cute thing on Down my shelf is enough to like justify the purchase for it. I paid retail for it, by the way. I didn't like pay these hundreds nuts, of dollars. Yeah. Of people don't, was in yeah. line. Don't he, do that. He was Any, sending us pictures in line. At, did, yeah, didn't go crazy for it when he was the first person in line at the re- <laughs> at the retailer. I didn't really so, care about it. Some people it, but are I was willing there to invest the their mornings in it. I'm stupid and crazy enough to do that. Just, that's remember. just me. I can't even remember the last time that I. I stood in line for a game. I think it could have been eaten. I think it was Smash Brothers Brawl. I was, I was going to say the, the yeah. last midnight release was. Yeah. That's the same for me. Yeah, that was you too. We well, that was when I went with Chow, and yeah. we we did a tournament, and you won that tournament. That was I, awesome. I remember convincing them to give me the game before midnight, and then as I'm walking out the mall with these guys, I'm holding it up to all the other like EB games and whatever as people are like waiting in line for this thing to release. And I'm just like, <laughs> look what I got. Wow. Such a dick. Yeah, I was just trying to say, like, what a jerk. But that was the the first time we had ever... We got there, like... I guess we got there late. We got there, like, half an hour ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And they had this tournament going. And there were people there that, for hours, were already playing it. Like, in line, playing it. Yeah. Um, So they had all this practice going in. And we just jump on. And there wasn't enough room for all of us. So Justin and I just played each other real quick. uh, And I lost to Chow. And then he proceeds to kill everyone. It was awesome. Mm. And won the tournament. Who would have thought that game would be so terrible later on? (laughs) Yeah, right? What a disappointment. Uh, We played it for years. I mean, years. So, I mean... I I still liked it. I I know it was largely a disappointment to a lot of people, but (laughs) we played the fuck out of that game. Like, it was awesome. I was in the same boat. There was a lot of friends that I had, like, right, right when people were like, this isn't as good as Melee. And they would, like, get hardcore on the Melee train. Yeah. I was still into it. Like, I thought Subspace Emissary and stuff was cool. Like, mm. that was fun. Yeah, I mean, we, we enjoyed it for what it was, but their Melee was definitely a superior game. And, and then we did Project M, and then, uh, you know, Smash Wii U. Project M was dope. Blah. I thought you were like, Smash Wii U. Like, it's, it's a, weird. a, it's a, a great terrible name. name. Give oh, me yeah, a good a, name. It's a terrible name. No, they didn't rename it. As a game, it's it needs fantastic. to be like Smash 4. Right? I thought it was like Rumble. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I know. Because they all had cool names, and I was really looking forward to like what weird name they come up with. So, Alex, I know you were playing a lot of Brawl back then, but what are you playing now? Wow. Transition. That was a good transition. That was a good <laughs> Guys, I was like, um, it only took me 54 episodes to nail <laughs> right. this thing. I've been really trying to get through, because I did, just did that review that's coming out, I don't know, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Xenoverse? Dra- uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. <laughs> Uh, spoiler alert! It was a big disappointment for me. It's a, it's a bummer, man. Yeah, uh, it's just it, it is Xenoverse one, just like Worse. bigger. It's like they stretched it out over like a bigger canvas and then like didn't make it any better. Now is the combat the same as Tenkaichi two? Because that was the uh, last amazing yeah. Dragon Ball game that I played. That was a really good game. That was a freaking yeah, was. great was a game, fun. dude. Who'd yeah, you, it, it plays the same. Them? I was playing as Yamcha. You no, played Yamcha? No, because I like why? Yamcha. No, man. He, cool. Like, he's not even viable. Like, he's it was, bad. Why? No, no, it was because Chow and I would play each other all the time, would, and I would do TN, and he would do Yamcha. Oh, okay, uh, so you're in the same tier. Yeah, exactly. You can't, like, fucking go up against Yamcha with, like, Super Saiyan except, 4 Goku. Except yeah, you played, quit, because I kept beating him. Well, see, here's <laughs> see, the thing. I'm pretty it. sure TN was just better tier-wise, <laughs> all right? Didn't matter how good. It's just fucking... Yamcha sucks. It's not Don't fair. people say that about? Uh, he had bad Mark? tracking. Oh, whoever, he had bad play, tracking uh, for doing his full fang fist. Roy. Roy. Yeah, Roy. Don't people yeah. say that about Roy? Yeah, I know. I was just joking. It gives him an excuse every time he loses. Yeah. I know, but Dude. then I also shit on people who also use that as an excuse. <laughs> Everyone knows that the best character in Tim Cage Two was one Super Saiyan Two Teen Gohan 
fucking awesome. True. And after his teens, he, he loses his power and he's really... He had that yeah, father-son Kamehameha. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, drive. And then uh, Majin Vegeta. Majin Vegeta may have been the best character in that whole that game. That was a cool... Yeah, he had... What, like the big uh, the big bang wave. and then Final Flash and... Final Flash and Super Explosive Wave yeah. was his like ulti. This he's a really badass. good. Little Fang Fist. <laughs> I just like... Just saying. I like getting, I just like getting that off. Getting that off. I like... Doing the Wolfang fist, and then like when they go, Ow! I would do that to Alex. <laughs> so I'd just be like, "Ow!" That's amazing. <laughs> Fuck you, Alex. Well, and then I would follow that with because Tien would always do the saw that fire, yeah. and like put his hand in his face, and you just do it over and over again. That's too funny. So. Fuck you, Alex. See, whenever, whenever <laughs> somebody so played cool. someone like Yamcha or whatever, I would always pick Chaozu just because he was such a troll Chaozu? in that game. He's such a troll in that game. Oh, Dragon Ball Z. Um, he, he was like the only Dragon Ball Z character that died, and they just never bothered to revive him. Yeah. Like They're just like, oh, well, sorry, Chaozu. You're not good enough for the Dragon Balls. You're so weak. Are all these characters in Xenoverse as well? or like? Because I know you're like yeah, a, you're a unique character in this game, right? Yeah, I mean, they all pop up. Uh, there's a lot of characters in this game. Um, and then it actually expands into the Dragon Ball Super storyline, which is which is cool. Mm. But it's just, I don't know. I, like, the first game was like, it was refreshing because it was a new concept. It's like you had a custom character and you're traveling through time and correcting the classic events. Yeah, like there's like a narrative to yeah. it. Yeah, like, so it put like a different spin on all of those like storylines that we've all played a thousand times if you've played like any Dragon Ball Z game. And uh, and then, but it had its issues, like no destructible environments, which is like a cardinal sin for me. Yeah. Uh, in Dragon Especially Ball in a Z game, game. that's like, yeah, it was, it's yeah. about making craters in yeah. the earth and, and stuff. And old games did have it where you oh, would yeah. like fly through rocks or like you would do your special move and the entire stage would literally would change, like, like change to like a fiery inferno because yeah. you just blew up the world. Yeah. This is like you smash into a rock and like little pebbles fall out and then they disappear. And oh, that's, that's like the entire thing. That's just laziness. But like, Xenoverse so, 2 fix that? So these are things in Xenoverse 1 that I saw and I like. I was like, Th- Xenoverse 1 is a good game, but I I know that if they take this and then make it better, like, then you'll have, like, a really fucking awesome game. Yeah. And that's how kind of how I left the review. It's like, this will be a good game later, like Assassin's Creed 2. Mm-hmm. And that's what made this so disappointing, because they just didn't improve anything. It's the same game. That's a bummer. Like, with, like, minor, like, cosmetic improvements. Like, they took all the same... But you can get a sweet scooter in town and, like, drive it around. You still can't fly in the in the hub world. Yeah, you need to get a flying license, which I never even got to because I gave up. Wow, that's so Sorry. Sweet. They never that gave like... Goku a flying license to fly around town. Yeah. I think it was... they did in Legacy of Goku, the GBA game. And, I, and listen to that music. My, I just played it for you guys earlier. It's, yeah, just, that was it's pretty painful. Pretty, that was some nightmare fuel right there. It was infuriating. Nightmare. Anyway, so I, <laughs> I've been playing that a lot, and, uh, and that's pretty much about it. I think I dabbled a little bit more in Salt and Sanctuary. Uh, I've been doing some Rocket League. and. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for like another game to pick up. I think it's either going to be Titan, Titanfall, Battlefield, or I want to play Doom. If you're, oh, so Doom. I, actually I was actually Tit- thinking. I just started Titanfall like uh, like a couple days ago. What are you um, playing it on? What do I play it on? PS4. Oh, yeah. Ps4. I thought we should, you what difficulty. We should I play. Like, I don't know regular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have it on regular? PS4 as well? Uh, I think I'm going to borrow it from my friend. Um, I know I that think he has it on PS4. Yeah. I, I know it's on sale on Black Friday for like thirty dollars, which is you know, kind of insane because it just came out. But that, yeah, I haven't gotten to the multiplayer yet. But the the campaign is 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 really good. And there's so like, you do the same thing as me, where you play through the campaign first. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, right, right, isn't that? But a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people just like eh, I'll, they'll play enough into the campaign and then just jump. I into also the heard multiplayer. really good things about the campaign, and I honestly yeah. have a feeling I like don't play a lot of multiplayer games. 
except for Overwatch. <laughs> but <laughs> I have a feeling I'm strictly multiplayer. I have a feeling I'm gonna like the campaign more than I will like. The campaign's supposed to be awesome, like yeah. a big surprise. Yeah, I've heard that the campaign in all of the major shooters this season have been like very impressive. Like the Battlefield One campaign's supposed to be awesome. Yeah. The I actually was just listening to another podcast where they were saying that while the Titanfall Two campaign is good, the uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare one is like amazing. No, I, really? Yeah, because it has I like that was great characters yeah, and but like pay to play. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Got, screw that. What a bad word. Yeah, <laughs> just, what a bad word. Yeah. So, I mean, it's promising that that's sort of the case with a lot of these. I'm still but, thinking, um, like, I'm actually on the fence of Titanfall. I really wanted to play Battlefield One when I first played at E3. Again, it just kind of like sizzled out for me and then when it came out I was just kind of like everyone's raving about that like still it I, know, I, have so a, awesome. I have like a, one of my core like, I mean I can understand why I, when I played it at EA Play at E3 it was um, it was like something about it was just so immersive like I would just I was standing up at a, at a PC tower fucking like con- like a booth right and we're playing with like 64 different people and as you're playing it you're just like I'm not worried about anything else I'm just so engrossed in this game and I haven't felt that way in so long yeah and I then, loved it. And then the behemoth me. would come, which would be like the Zeppelin at the time, and I would see that thing start to sink from the sky and I was just like, Holy shit. I think you're just swept off your feet early. Like you were yeah, you were maybe. you were so into Mafia Three. <laughs> oh, well like, then I read the reviews. And then <laughs> we never got a review copy because they uh, yeah, it's just yeah, and then I was just like, "Wow, this sounds terrible." I don't. I'm not going to spend sixty bucks on that, and yeah. I don't blame you. It's supposed yeah. to be bad. But yeah. like Battlefield One, I was thinking about getting. Then I heard Titanfall was like the like you know. Uh, awkward stepchild that nobody paid attention to and no, suddenly it's, is like it's, a I think it, I mean, it's fun I think it's the, like that's always the most important part of me is that I'm playing it and uh, I feel like because there's so many games out now like I feel like my gaming time is very precious and I'm like not having oh, yeah. a good time with something yeah, like right. whatever next throw it aside yeah. <laughs> but I was like kind of kept I was like very compelled to play it yeah, I mean, I, I think I could very easily be sold on that, too, because you're definitely not the first person who said that you're having a positive experience with it. And if anything, I can look at it as like, a, oh, I'll just I'll play this for trophies or something, you know, <laughs> I also like, really like underdog stories. I'm dead serious. Like, I, 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 like, I know you are. I really like under, underdog stories, too. And I feel like Titanfall is the underdog in comparison to like Battlefield and the COD. Like, I feel it like absolutely they're is. just That's getting overshadowed sure. like crazy, uh, crazy. So, you know, give some love to Titanfall instead of Battlefield one. Yeah. And, that'll be good but. i feel like in the gaming community it's not because everybody's always like go buy titanfall it's awesome yeah. stop what you're doing now titanfall's it's, amazing i know it was released a day after battlefield but you still get it like it's just not selling well which, or yeah. not as well as they were hoping so because, that's really yeah. the problem i know well, it's their yeah. fault it's against know, really stiff like, competition about it, but it's yeah. a good game i think i mean have you tried to play uh, online multiplayer yet i haven't yeah i haven't played it yet i watched my brother play it i'm just wondering if it's gonna yeah. be if it's like difficult to find a match because there's nobody playing it no, I, I know. No, he, he there are, yeah, he definitely got it right. There are people playing it for sure. Yeah, it's I just really, not like Battlefield. Like I actually, I played a lot of Titanfall One uh, on PC, and like the actual like game of what the multiplayer is was great. But I felt like I never had like too much like agency in it. Like yeah. I wasn't like. I know it sounds I mean, lame it that I need, like, RPG mechanics to see myself leveling up and unlocking all this stuff, but, like, it, I feel like it would have benefited a lot from something like that. I'm it, hoping that in this it had one... That, it, the first one had that. But in such a loose, like, burn cards, like, it, it yeah. was so weird. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it, but you had more permanent things. Like, you had loadouts for your mech and for your character. See, like, yeah, I don't, I don't think it visually... I don't think it visually communicated yeah. that very well in the first game. I can understand that in the sense of, like, Reach, right? So the reason why I loved Halo Reach was because you would get different, like, 
like armor components to your character, and even when you're yeah. playing through the campaign, that armor component would be see. Like, but that was cos- that was purely cosmetic. I know. Uh, that's but again, it's something visual. Yeah, exactly. It's so, it's something that visual. makes me know that I've progressed. Right. You know what I mean? If, if it's like, but oh, I could maybe select a different gun that's slightly different you, than his. Well, own. you you can choose a totally different mech. Yeah, like they, there were but different, they, but they suck. Like I remember, I unlocked the second one, and I was like, "This is just a worse version of the other one that I was using." Yeah, I kind of like the first mech that I got the best so far. I've got like six out of like nine or something. And like yeah, the first like one is pretty much right. <laughs> like like I get but I get what you're, you're saying, and I am totally contradicting spoiler. myself. But like down the first one. You know. there are elements of that if you get into it. Like the burn cards are actually were actually pretty cool. Yeah, so. You're thinking about getting someone like Titanfall or getting into one of the yeah, other I'm, games. Yeah, with the holiday coming up, I'm going to have some more time to myself. And I finally caught up on, like, freaking Westworld. And yeah. I'm over the election. And, like, there's, all these other things aren't taking my attention anymore. So you're just, like, ready to get into something new? I'm ready. Don't you have Doom already? I have Doom. I actually have a couple games like, that are just sitting around. Doom, for me, was is still one of the strongest shooters of this year. And again, I yeah. haven't given the time to these new ones yet, but it's a great game. If you were to play that game, I would say do not go in with the intention of like collecting stuff and all this other bullshit. Like just, I never just you're saying go that? straight. You love yeah. Collecting things. No, I know I'm, I'm totally <laughs> yeah. that guy, but Platinum. like I had so much, Andrew. there was Platinum. like, there was a certain moment when I was playing that game where I was just like, this would be so much better of an experience if I just stopped caring and just killed stuff. I think about that and a lot. And it was so actually. much better after I decided to do that. I, yeah, like, I... mentally, like, turned myself into, okay, I don't care. I'm just going. I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. I don't care if I miss a secret. I'm just going. That's, and it was so good. That's pretty much what I do. Like, if I see something, like, if I'm fighting and then it kind of, like, takes me, I'll explore to the best of my ability, but I won't go crazy. Yeah. Like, I won't go back if I see that I have two out of three, like, shiny dog tags or something. Yeah. You know? See, I'm usually I'm the complete opposite, where, like, I'll be checking my map every two seconds and this kind of thing just to, like, make sure, like, oh, wait, I didn't walk over there. There might be something over there. I you mean, know what I mean? Like, I do that too, but I don't go crazy. The second it, like, stresses out, stresses you out yeah. and takes away, makes it a less positive experience. Yeah. That, like, that, that's because that's how it used to be. I was really, like, had to get every single thing in every single game all the time. Yeah. And then at some point, I just had this, like, epiphany that yeah. I was like, this is not fun. And why yeah. am you I doing what? this if I'm not having a good time? That, that, you're totally right. There was, it was, like, a balancing act. Like, in Doom specifically, it was, like, the, the satisfaction I was feeling for, like, finding a, you know extra weapon cache or something compared to the fun that I was having when I was just battling stuff and like progressing Mm -hmm. like it was no competition I was like I'm having so much more fun just fighting stuff and and you know moving the game forward rather than like feeling accomplished because I uncovered this one little thing that might help me later on can you tell can you say like definitively when that happened in what game because I can like Halo, the Hayabusa armor or some shit, getting all yeah. the achievements, one of which was, like, running people over with the fucking mongoose. Oh. That was so fucking annoying. I wouldn't even play the game. Yeah. I would just try to run yeah. people over. That, and was that just ruined yeah. it for me, and I was like, fuck this. We, I cheated. Play. Yeah. Everyone cheated I, on a couple of those. Oh, like, for sure. kill four people in a row with a sword. Like, what? Doesn't happen a lot. So it's like, <laughs> everyone would just line up, and then everyone would just do it to each other. I think yeah. the game that happened for me is, do. unfortunately, it's, like, my favorite game ever. But it was, like, the seventh time I'd played it. So it was like the seventh time I was playing Kingdom Hearts 2, okay. <laughs> so, which is absolutely my favorite game of all time. But I played it, and I beat it on, like, normal and expert multiple times, multiple systems. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. so the last time I played, I played it on the hardest system that there was, and I was trying to beat all, like, the bonus bosses in the final mix, and it was 
so impossible. Who's it the hardest? So... Sephiroth? Well, in Final Mix, no, there's in, new bosses, in, right? Yeah, in, in, the, in the second one, in the Final Mix, you fight all of the, like, people that you... All of the Organization, organization 13, 13 members, people yeah. that you killed in Chain of Memories. Oh, you, like, style. fight them once, and then you have to go through this whole secret dungeon, which is really hard to get to the end. You get to the end. I'm at level 99 or whatever, and I get to the end, and there are... You have to fight them again, and they're, like, three times as hard. Is one of them, like, wow. Marluxia? Like, Marlena, the Scythe girl? Isn't her name? I think it's, like, Mar- oh, it's like Marluxia yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. I called her Marluxia. It's got an X in it, because they all have X's in it, because yeah. it's their whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super cool. Kind of a thing. That was it. And I was, like, <laughs> I, was, I was playing it, and I was, like, trying so hard. I spent, like, hours trying to beat these bosses, and it was just not happening. And I was, like, I don't want this to, like, taint this right. game that yeah. I love so much. If I was playing on normal, I would do this, but I just can't do it on expert. Yeah. Just yeah. let it go. This actually leads into a lot of my thoughts uh, on a topic coming up. Uh, so we can just keep that in mind for Dishonored. Okay, yeah. We'll, but you know, uh, I won't branch in. into that. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep that in mind. Let me, let me run through my, my yeah, game yeah, yeah. so far. So the only thing that I've really been playing now is... Uh, well, I've been playing a lot of Heroes of the Storm, which they just released a new character for. Uh, his name's Varian, who's really, really cool. He's the only character in the game right now that when you start him out, he doesn't have a class. And based on what talents you choose for him as you level up, he can either be a warrior or an assassin. And That's so, cool. So, yeah, it's super, super cool to see a character like that. And then in between that, I'm still playing Mega Man Legacy Collection, which I'm almost done with Mega Man 1. I fucking hate Mega Man <laughs> 1 so much. It is such a bad game. Um... And I'm also at the very, very end of Metroid Fusion, which may be my favorite handheld game literally ever. Is that the game that you almost won, like, a tournament on? No. No, no, that, no that, that was, was Metroid yeah. Prime Hunters. Right, that was on... Th- that is a DS. bad game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I played Metroid Fusion. Yeah, it was a great game. It was when he, uh, with the blue armor... And yeah, where you absorb the little she, virus things. She, right, excuse me. It was great. Great, great game. <laughs> what a dick. Um, <laughs> And then, out of those things that I've also been playing on my NES Classic Edition, which is fun. Um, strictly a, a... Oh, wait. You know what I've been playing that I haven't <laughs> told anybody about? And I know I'm on these, like, these retro rips or whatever. But um, bubble, bubble. I am, like... You heard it here first. I am, like, six <laughs> or seven hours into Paper Mario Thousand Year Door on GameCube. What an awesome game. It is so yeah. good. Anybody I, else in the room played that game before? No. Okay. Shake so, did you ever play like... Super Mario RPG? Yes. No. No? Okay, it, it is... a good game. It is just like Super Mario RPG in all the best ways. The same thing with, like, timing attacks and defending and stuff. Oh. And, like, really interesting, funny, genuinely hilarious storylines. Like, it's so good. Like, I... That was one I totally, totally missed. And the only other Paper Mario game was uh, Super Paper Mario on Wii. Or that was the only other Paper Mario game that I've played. Um, but, yeah, this game's awesome totally blown away by it i'm really really excited about going through this game like, stuff because i know that paper mario made the awful switch from like rpgs which everybody loved into boring no story yes no characters so, except for red toads yeah <laughs> so thousand year door was the last, the last one, real right? yeah. rpg one then super paper mario went like full-on platformer and then sticker star was the one after that and that's the one that everybody no. hates yeah no so, stickers that was, yeah. that was supposed to be like the the progression of like the the paper mario right they were like so there's paper mario and everybody liked that so let's dice it up and make it stickers and then people just run out of stickers i'm sure there was something like that yeah but uh thousand year door is awesome highly highly recommended i'm totally into this retro bust stuff. out your GameCubes, kids yes yeah. you should play this game no this is totally you convinced me i'm gonna play it no, i is... love the old paper mario games yeah. i'll play it it's so good <laughs> like, like uncharted I... 4 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. All right, guys. Yeah, so what do you say we get into some, into some news? Did we do your games? Yeah, we did. We, we did. did. I talked okay. about Amazon, remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazon Prime. Gotta love that game. So let's get into this week's news topics. I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> no, that, was, that, was that was pretty good. good. That was pretty good. <laughs> all right, all we're, right. we're trying to get a sound effect to break it up. But, but we don't good. have a soundboard, so we're just using... Um, Maybe we should get a soundboard. Acapella. Acapella. Right. Awesome, guys. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Side note, in college, I was actually I've seen that movie so many times. Oh, you just signed up. You just signed up, man. Like, Thank was, you. No. Okay, so first news this week is uh, Zelda The Breath of the Wild is presumably not going to be a launch title for the Nintendo Switch anymore. Wow. Um, the long story short of this transpondence is basically... Uh, they were having some trouble with localization, and they said once they completed localization, they were going to need at least four to six months to test the game Jesus. before well, it actually comes out. So I'm glad they're taking the time for QC. Fuck yeah, that. So <laughs> I'm so tired of this shit. We ha- we talk about this all the time in our in our hangouts. Fucking delays. I'm tired I mean, of patting okay, them on the back for taking more time. Technically, they, they did say it would be ready originally like this year, right? But then yeah. they were like, wait. Switch. Yeah, yeah. right. No, this is yeah. this, this is, is definitely the second delay. This is technically or third delay. I think yeah, I think it might be. I think delay. it is the third delay, and frankly, this is a really bad one from my from yeah. my point of view. This is a huge fuck up on their part because like there is so much consumer like power behind Zelda. You know what I mean? Zelda moves consoles. It moves consoles, yeah. and like to miss that window, they need to come out swinging at this Nintendo Direct in January. Mario. It's a big loss. It is. I don't even think Mario is going to no, sell no, as no. many Mario, units as a Zelda game. Mario, Mario overall has sold more units than any like uh, the entirety of the Zelda franchise. No, but like game for game. What's I'm, the I'm saying if no, there was a well, if there was a Mario I'm, game or a Zelda game coming out. Like if there was some if there was some universe where we could split test that, I'm very confident that the Zelda so would like move Mario, more consoles. I know overall has sold like over a hundred million, whereas Zelda's only Mario's hit, like, had a lot more games. games. I was gonna say there's That's almost true, double yeah. the That's games, true, yeah. probably more than that actually. The thing I was gonna say. Oh, hey, Liz, <laughs> when did you get here? Was that I think that uh, people that maybe are not going to buy a Nintendo system will be pushed. Buy a Zelda game as opposed to being pushed by a Mario game. Like I, I would buy. I would, I would totally agree. Yeah, with that. like yeah. I think a lot of people are looking forward to the Switch and to specifically playing Zelda on the they Switch. Hyped, they've hyped Zelda exactly. A lot. It's like a big thing, That's and true. I don't think anybody's like can't wait for the new Mario game I'll come it, out they're like I need to play this Zelda game yeah. on the new system well, I'm gonna buy I, it all and see that's what it, it is come out, I, they I, might not get it they're I, probably gonna wait I think you you guys bring up a good point where it's like there has already been so much of a marketing effort put behind Zelda already that it's like even if they announce some like new Mario game in January, I don't know if that's going to generate the same amount of hype that people have already manifested for Breath of the Wild over the course of the last year or whatever. Mario games are always those, they're like, they're always like 10 out of 10s, you know, like the Mario Galaxies and Mario Galaxy 2, like, they're like, perfect at what they do, but they don't, there's something about Zelda games that inspire that like, that child, like, like, there's a wonder to it. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not making you buy that console. I mean, yeah. So, so like, I mean, I was, that's exactly how I was feeling. Like there were all these huge games coming out of E3, but I and I was so skeptical of like Nintendo and Zelda. And I saw Zelda, and I was just like my imagination was captured immediately. Yeah. And now and then it was like, oh, it's coming out on the Switch, and it was like I was going to buy a Switch. Yeah. And I and now it, it's it turns into more of a question now because like, well, what am I going to play? Do I really want to buy the Switch to play Mario? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be 
good? I don't know. It's, it's I mean, exactly I, what you were talking about, Liz. I feel like our, you know, our specific demographic, like all of us working for a video game site, mm-hmm. are are going to end up buying the system anyway. But it's like for for the casual consumer, it's like let's say I was just a Zelda fan, and it comes out for the Wii U first, which I'm sure has already gone through all of its testing and stuff. Mm. Like. What's stopping someone from buying it on Wii U? Yeah, I, don't they, they, I don't think they would release it on the Wii U. You yeah. think it would be a simultaneous yeah, release? Absolutely. There, I'm sure there would be no way I'm they would sure cannibalize their own release. sales for the Switch. Yeah. That'd be it would be stupid. Incredibly irresponsible on their yeah. part. If, any, if anything, they should do it the other way around. You know, right. like, they yeah. should actually just cancel the Wii U one entirely. <laughs> <laughs> just, if you they want to buy a Switch. I mean, like, my whole perspective from this is coming from the Wii thing, right? Excuse me. Sorry, we're drinking some brews right now. Um, <laughs> it, it comes from the Wii thing, where when the Wii came out, Twilight Princess was released simultaneously with that console, right? right? And I think a huge, huge factor in that console selling so well was people thinking, wow, I'm not only going to get this Zelda experience that's like, you know, it's available for both, but there's all this new functionality and all these differences. <laughs> like, it, it seemed like if I played Grab the GameCube version of that game, yeah. it would be the lesser experience. We'd come to people, find out that that was the complete what opposite. But, you know. I just put it out. Yeah. He just pointed it out to me. We had this is what we were just talking about. Yeah. Like, like, it was sort of like playing Halo and Xbox for the first time together. It's mm-hmm. like experiencing a game, like a huge game like Halo or a huge game like Zelda, a new Zelda on a new console. It's like there's just so many new things working together that it really like heightens that experience for me. Like it's greater than the sum of its parts. It's not just like I'm exploring a console and then I'm exploring a game. It's like somehow putting those together makes it so much more exciting to like yeah. figure that it out. Beautiful, Alex. Thank you. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> Very well articulated. Thank All you. Right. I mean, on the other side of that, and it's not really the other side because i totally good agree night with everyone that. <laughs> <laughs> alex has left uh i totally agree with that like that makes sense like obviously if i buy a console i'm gonna want to play a game on it right but there's also something about like for me at least when i i mean okay so i, I told you guys this before and some of you apparently don't remember me telling you this or maybe i just never told you this but i did get to try zelda at e3 and it was cool i mean given i only played for like five minutes until the next group came out but when i was playing it it was it felt like zelda it was like i ran in a like a straight line for literally five full minutes and i didn't run into a wall which is kind of cool there's a ton of stuff to do is what the guy was telling me yeah and it was interesting you know i was excited for it um for some reason i wasn't i wasn't like really affected by hearing that there was a delay maybe it's because and this is something I thought of after our conversation, Alex. We had like a little sidebar about it, but I started thinking like maybe maybe it's because I've grown so like what's the word like uh, desensitized from the whole delay thing because for the past two, three, four years we've just been hit with delays over any exciting yeah, game. And you know, it, it's I hard. don't I don't think it's it's acceptable to think that's uh, it's not normal. Acceptable. You know what I, I mean? No. Well, also it that. is. It's yeah. just it's hard to maintain that hype. You almost need to like get excited when you see the first trailer and then like put it into hibernation until it just comes like before though, it comes out. Yeah. I will say though that maybe once a month to every like three weeks, I do rewatch the Final Fantasy VII remake trailer. <laughs> and I do rehype myself up for that because something about that is just yeah. so magical. Because I think for me, that game, as sidebar from the Zelda thing, was my foray into holy shit i really like video games mm-hmm. um as far as zelda though going back to that topic um and the switch like i am very sure that i'm still going to be buying a switch on release day if i can get my hands on it unless they do fucking some nes fucking classic bullshit right now yeah or fucking wii bullshit no, same. um but if i get my hands on a switch i'm going to be really excited because something about like 
Even navigating through the menus, I get really excited about. It's stupid. No, it's. Yeah. It, stupid. I agree. It's. All, I love like, hardware. <laughs> new hardware is awesome. It's. This is just a big blow for me. Like, yeah. it. I'm excited, but it's like, now it's just it's damp. It's dampened. Like, yeah. I, well, I don't like, know what's coming out. Yeah, either. like the the logical side of me is saying Nintendo, you just fucked up. Like, <laughs> if this is true, you fucked up. But like the positive side of me is thinking, okay, if they can, if they sense. launch this Nintendo Direct. If they launch this Nintendo Direct in January and they come out swinging, like I'm talking, not like five fucking Wii remakes, <laughs> right? Or Wii or U fucking games. remake. <laughs> I don't need like Splatoon Switch Edition bullshit. I'm talking. You come out swinging with sick titles, like games that people didn't even know that they wanted to play. You know what I mean? Like give me, give us the 3D Zelda that we're all expecting. Throw us a fucking Metroid. Throw me F Zero. Yeah, throw me an F Zero. Throw me a new IP that I haven't seen like ever before, and am blown away by it right away. Like if they do that, then they're going to be just fine. But like as of right now, like this second, knowing that we basically have zero conception of what the launch lineup looks like, like except for maybe Skyrim fucking remastered or NBA Two K Sixteen. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, it makes me (laughs) pissed. Like, so that's, that's just my two cents on that. I don't know. Yeah. It, they, they really need to do it. You gotta. The thing about, uh, the thing about delays is that they're reported on so often and you hear about it so much. And the thing that's like truly disheartening, it's not even like the disappointment of like, I'm not going to get this again. It's like, I can't do anything about it. And I hear about it constantly. You're just like, it's, I feel like it's just like exhausting. I'm just like, like, it is exhausting. There goes another one. And And, just like, there's nothing we can do about it. We all keep talking about it. We're all annoyed. But at the end of the day, like if they have to delay it, they have to delay it. And that's just the way it's going to be. I'm okay with just being like very middle road with it, but I don't like patting them on the back. Yeah. And saying, it's one of those things where it's like, we shouldn't accept this as the norm. Like this shouldn't be okay. I understand like, accepting it and moving on like i totally get that but i think it's worth just being like you know vocal about it even for a Slightly moment outraged. just to, yeah not not just outraged so you guys like no this is not acceptable right. you guys like, keep doing it anyway yeah, we're like, not happy about it though yeah it's not <laughs> a day ruiner, regardless yeah. but like exactly what you just did you waved your finger a little bit we should be waving our fingers we should wag be, those fingers yeah <laughs> yes um, we want the best game to come out you know yeah delayed if you have to but like but that yeah, no, it, it shouldn't cool. be like, good job, gamers. Or it's game. just irresponsible, guys. <laughs> Jeez. Why would you tell us, March? So you guys want some good news about the Switch instead? Yeah! Again, again, <laughs> Thanks, a <Liz>. rumor. <laughs> again, a rumor. I, I, you're the best. Again, a rumor, but potentially, potentially... Oh, there we go. Potentially, we are. Uh, we heard about a price point for the Nintendo Switch coming in at about two hundred and forty nine dollars. Does this no, no, sound? No, 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 no. It was two hundred and forty. Yeah. It was two hundred forty pounds. Forty nine no, pounds. No, no, two hundred forty nine dollars. Yeah, that the it converted to two forty nine. I thought it, I thought it was two hundred forty nine pounds converted to three hundred dollars, and then for Canada, Canada, which was three twenty five Canadian, three hundred dollars. Now it, I, I'm. Like ninety percent sure. No, you're wrong. Let's <laughs> we'll put a know. pause on the podcast. Yeah. But I. I mean. I, I mean. I, I've been talking about this. this the news has been out, so I mean, I've been talking about it. Um. Oh, all right. We'll just, just cut this just out. Cut, oh, well, does it change your? Does it change your outlook on the switch? Like yes. three hours. Three hours of of battery life. Three hundred dollars. Two hundred fifty dollars. Is that okay? Honestly, I wish it was more. I know it sounds yeah, I'm stupid. Kind of surprised that it's... Because 
for so they're, they're going for qua- they're going for quantity of my, sales. My thought process yeah, here is it's... like it's already portable, so you're losing you're going to lose some quality there. It's not going to be like a super powered console, right? Mm. And then That's also thing, and then also making it like the price of the 3ds when it launched. Which I think the 3DS yeah, when it launched was 249. Well, like, I mean, okay, so here's the thing, right? What am so, I getting here? So, what happened was. Getting a 3DS, but bigger. Well, no, not 3DS, but an Nvidia Shield. Nvidia Shield, those guys ended up cutting their uh, their production on that on that handheld console, like, what was it, two or so years ago, without any real explanation of why they were stopping like production on it. Because no one bought it. Well, possibly because of that. Also, because they ended up partnering with Nintendo to create the Switch. This is essentially, and what people are saying, is the NVIDIA Shield, but Nintendo's version of the NVIDIA Shield. And so the NVIDIA Shield originally sold at 200 bucks. Kind of makes sense that it would be around 250 right? I just... It just seems way too cheap to me. Yeah, like, I mean, I was, highly suspect. I was expecting <laughs> somewhere in the ballpark suspect. of, like, 399 Like, if it was, like, 399 that would make sense to me, especially because that's the price point that we saw the Wii U come out originally, and this is supposed to be a more sophisticated, better-performing... Right crazy multifunctional system like, compared to the it, Wii I mean, here's like, the thing. They could just be cutting their profit margins so that they make in, they ensure people buy it. Yeah. It's which, possible. I, mean, it's just, I, because like, I kind of assumed it was because like they were nervous after the Wii U. They yeah, the like, Wii, right. The Wii U, nobody, so. well, nobody bought because of many, many different Yeah, reasons. but even after the Wii U came out, they still priced the freaking 3DS at yeah, but that really was, high. That was, but that was also because that was, that was overpriced, selling, like, I thought. Podcase. Uh, pod well, they set the price before it started selling, though. You know what I mean? Like they didn't set the price uh, after people started buying it. True. <laughs> so I like, don't know why I thought of that. <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> I mean, they they never really cut the price down. Like now it's still no, like it's still bucks. it's still yeah. yeah like because I remember uh, I, this when, sound- like Pokemon Sun and Moon Pot came cakes. out. <laughs> when Pokemon Sun and Moon came out, my sister was like looking at buying one, and we were like looking at the prices, trying to find deals, and she was like, "These are like ridiculously expensive, and I can't yeah. find it anywhere." A, th- a 3ds. Yeah. Yes. Um, PSA for all of our listeners and for Liz Lysui, uh, <laughs> on Black Friday, they have a special edition new DS that's coming out for a hundred dollars, $99 straight oh, up yeah. new 3DS. It's a custom design and stuff. It looks really dope. What does it look like? It's like, um, it's yeah. either black or white and it black has like Friday shadow stencils. It has like shadow stencils <laughs> of, uh, of all like Nintendo characters, so, like the question mark walk, bullet bills, you know, ghosts and stuff. It looks dope. Like... Anyway, want... sorry, that was a weird anyway, aside. So, continue. like, if you're gonna price, so if you want, so say you this this console could have sold for like for three ninety nine, and they cut it to two ninety or to two fifty. Mm. I'd almost wish they made like a six hundred dollar console and then cut it to three ninety nine. You know what I mean? Like, really bust this thing out and do it right, and then price it they, like a reasonable. They don't, have the, they don't have the like power. Make a better console. And then push it higher if you have to. But what, That's I'm, what I'm thinking saying. is that the the actual well, what I was saying before is that I actually don't think that the switch was. I think they're actually eating up the profit margin. So this is what I'm saying. Again. Like so so if they eat their profit margin, right? Like it actually should be selling for three ninety nine, and they sell it for two fifty, right? Like so they lose one hundred and fifty dollars, right? Uh-huh. So why don't they just do that same thing except bump it up at like a level? So it's actually, so it's actually a four ninety nine console, yeah, but yeah. they sell it for three ninety nine. Do you, you know ever what find I mean? that price on it, by the way? Right. No, I was I was just trying to look it up. I couldn't find the initial post. But I mean, I know that the post that I was reading said rumored, but uh I guess we'll have to right, see once it comes out. Until they say it we'll find out. Real. I hope they don't have like multiple SKUs with like different <clears throat> like memories. That was one of the rumors sort of too. stuff. Yeah. I mean, that that's probably smart of them to do. But anyway, <laughs> that's yeah. stupid. 
So the last news topic that I wanted to dive into isn't really a news topic, but I just sort of wanted to see where everyone's heads were at, uh, and this is going back to what Alex was saying before, yeah. about some of the new games that are coming out. And the two big ones, like AAA titles outside of the shooters, uh, were we talking about that? Yeah, we were talking mm-hmm. about that just a second ago. I didn't know Battle if that was field. before the podcast or not. Um, the two big titles that are kind of shaking up the space right now are Watch Dogs 2 and Dishonored 2. Uh, and I just sort of want to think wherever or want to see where everybody's out right now because, like, you know, both of them are out, and I don't think any of us are playing them, and I haven't really ta- heard us talking about them at all. But like, I mean, I've heard other people talk about Watch Dogs too. They're, they're both getting really good reviews. Mm. Dishonored two, I heard, is not getting the best reviews. I, I heard, heard it's pretty mediocre. I heard it, Dishonored was getting decent reviews, good reviews, and then Watch Dogs was like unplayable and something. I think you've got it backwards. So I know Dishonored 2 is a hot mess on PC and getting pretty average reviews elsewhere. And then Watch Dogs 2, I think, is getting exceptional reviews across the board. And it has hoo-hahs all over the place. You heard about that? Boobies? No. For JJ's. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What? You haven't heard about this? This No. What are you talking about? Don't you people work in the news industry? (laughs) (laughs) There's... So (laughs) it's being quoted online. It's like, there's hidden genitalia female genitalia like you kill female genitalia like you kill like if you kill someone it's like a woman and this is like a vagina there like their the character model just has a vagina is it rated m for mature it is that is super honestly compelling me not to buy it it. so they're they're patching why do they even need to be rendered in the game i I hate that kind of like pandering just like gratuitous whatever yeah it's so that's what i'm saying like they're editing it out it's just confusing to me because like why would there be like, why would they even have to render that in the know. game? Like, that's not at all what the game's... It's just, like, a stupid... Yeah, so... Well, yeah, right. that's what I was talking about. So, Watch Dogs 2 got a 6.5 on IGN, and it was, oh, like, wow. a pending, and it was because it was unplayable. Mm. It was, like, on the PS4 or something. I, a lot of reviewers have it at, like, 8.5. Yeah, most of the, the people that I listen to on podcasts, at least, have been saying very good things about it. Yeah. Apparently, it's very Ubisoft. It is a giant world where you are collecting things and doing small tasks over and over again. Yeah. Um... But I mean, like, where where do you guys sit with it? Is it a game that you Actually, had was, any interest in or wanted to play at all? Like, I was interested in it. Yeah, I didn't play the first one because I heard it was like poop. I also heard the first <laughs> one was trash. I, I played I played the first one all the way through actually, and it had so much hype going into it. Yeah, so much hype, and it was like a good game. Yeah, like, and that's it. Like, it didn't it was, have much it was to a seven. it. Yeah, it was a it was solid like seven, seven and a half, okay. which is like. Good. That's a game worth your time. Like that's a game. It, it was pretty much like like Grand Theft Auto or like Red Dead Redemption, kind of the open world mission based thing. But you could hack things every so often, and it had like some fun things to do in the city. I don't understand how you can hack grenades. Like that was the thing in just uh, in Watch Dogs One because everything right? has to be connected to Wi Fi. Even your grenades. I don't just... think it was. I don't think you could do that. Oh, I thought you were telling me you could. Okay, never mind. I don't think so. Um, Delete that off. You hack stupid yeah. things, not yeah. cool yeah. things like grenades. <laughs> okay, so so Watch Dogs Two in general is kind of like yeah. To maybe I, I might play it if it was in front of me, but like I like all those games I was talking about before, I'd I'd probably play over that. Yeah. So what about Dishonored Two? Um, I was very much like not into the idea of Dishonored Two at the jump, but like I had a conversation with one of my friends last night that has actually really sold me on it. Like, he basically he was telling me about one specific level in the game that is, he said, the most brilliantly. Comp- like the most brilliantly put together 3d world in a game ever and i was like that was like kind of a weird statement to come from something like Can you say that again? can't see us but we're all he said that <laughs> like, he my friend said that this that a specific level in this game is the best 3d level in a game ever 
Was he wearing 3D glasses? Why? Like I, d- I don't know. He you should drop that. He friend. said with light spoilers, with very light spoilers, that it is a four dimensional level. I have no idea what that means. I have no Isn't idea. The fourth dimension how... time. Yeah, you two are traveling through time. No, the fourth dimension is not time. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the fourth. I don't are you know. sure you're not talking I'm, about Titanfall? I'm, I'm confusing fourth dimension with verticality. With <laughs> not verticality with fourth wall breaking. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it sounds like that kind of got me into it because I did like Dishonored One. I I enjoyed it very much. I thought the blink ability, like your teleport, yeah. was the fucking coolest shit ever. Um, and I've heard that the new character Emily's abilities, like how they differ from from Corvo's, are super interesting and really really cool to like play Does around. Does it use us. like the controllers like no gyroscope? Yeah. No. So so let me backwards segue okay. here a little bit. Go for it. Um, like I, I kind of I played Dishonored One. And I kind of have a weird relationship with games like Dishonored and kind of other stealth games where they give you all these cool, like, moves to kill people. Yeah. And you only ever and but, you don't use that. them because... But then it's like, yeah, you feel like, or I all feel like... All three of us cut you off with <laughs> yeah, what right. you were going to say next. I feel like I've failed if I use them. Like, yeah. stealth feels like the way to go. And I know I can do it in this other, like, brutal way, but it's not the way the game was framed. Yeah. And it feels like I'm doing it wrong, I mean, and yeah, that yeah. always took away from that. So it, it kind of hurt hurt that game. No, I totally I respect where you're coming from completely. Like especially from you know I'm I'm someone who's like really into collecting trophies and stuff. Yeah. And guaranteed in a game like this, there is the don't never get any. spotted, that's, don't oh kill anybody God. kind yeah. of achievements. I, and I, of course, that's what I'm going to go after because I'm a, a that's like the more challenging route. Trophy, like if you're challenges. if you consider yeah. yourself like a high uh, high end a high end of like a professional. I don't even know. Like I know a, what you're trying to say, though. Yeah, like well, a gamer of sort, like a hardcore highly gamer, skilled. I suppose. Right. You'd Super awesome. For, Devastatingly attractive. Shut up, Scribble. You would go for the more challenging route, which is usually the stealth one. And so, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah so what I, I guess what I try to do, and I think I brought this up when I was talking about Deus Ex, it's like I'll try for as much stealth as possible, but it's like if I got to kill everyone in the room with tornadoes and rats, <laughs> so be it. You know? yeah. And then I just move on with my life and don't worry about the trophies. Yeah. That, uh... that was like what I was talking about Doom. Like, yeah. just, just... You, you have more fun doing it that way, so just do it that way. That one game that I reviewed, uh, Aragami, I was actually pretty impressed with because it had like six different abilities that you could use. Mm-hmm. and But you could only use each one twice before you had to like recharge it. But I actually used like four out of six. Every time. Pretty We're, much every time I went into a thing. Like, but they did were you all go pretty for much... a very stealth kind of play style? There are, you, it was a stealth game. Like, you could only... Yeah. It was not one of those things where, They're like, oh, I ninja. can come in, like, bar, I can come barging in and, like, try... Like, no. You come in barging in, everybody's gonna kill you. I learned yeah. that, like, very early. Stealth right. is not an option in origami. It yeah. is. You either... They give you two stealth options. You can either, like... They say, like, you can either kill everything, or you can be one of those people that just sneaks by everybody and you don't kill anybody. Yeah. But... You can't don't go face yeah. to face with the guy because the second they see you, you're dead. Right. That's mm. it. Like you can't get away from them. Okay. Um, but I think it's like so it kind of forces you to play stealthily. Yeah, like, and also like yeah. it, it, all the abilities were like stealth based. See, uh, so it was I, good. It was I, really, yeah. I really liked it. I think what what we're getting at now is that like there is a there's like an inherent problem or or it's weird that a game would provide you with more options to take a a lethal pathway through a, a presumably non-lethal right. game. So it feels like you're missing out on half the game's content. But if it was like a true stealth game, I'm sure the abilities in uh, Origami, like, 
actually cater to they a, really cater a to stealth, stealth you know kind of play and, style yeah. and i was talking to my friend at work about this and he was saying that dishonor does a better job of not making you feel that way mm-hmm. um but it is definitely that was an issue for me in the first one and it's not as much of an issue in games like uh splinter cell where it's like sure you could kill everyone but the game's a stealth game you yeah. know like that's what you're supposed to do um and like, i would definitely kill players. people yeah and like that's the <laughs> game though like but when you have like both options in front of me that's it's a struggle, and it seems like both options are taken away from. Well, especially you, uh... in Dishonored, where you have like super cool magic abilities, like that's exactly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Would you play? Do you can do you play the entire game as one character, or the other, or do you switch back and forth? It's it's different playthroughs. So like, at, from what I understand, so when you... you begin the game, you choose Corvo or Emily. So would you choose to play as Corvo? Or I would one hundred percent choose Emily. I've played Corvo. I've played a game as him. I, I know who that character is. I'd rather learn somebody new. Plus, Girls. she's on the cover, and... What's the difference? <laughs> they apparently, they have drastically different abilities, and apparently Emily's abilities value. are much, much yeah. cooler. So yeah, They are? That's what I've That's heard. That's cool. I'm glad, because they did. They tried to do the same thing with Assassin's Creed, and they were basically the same character. Yeah. And, like I said before, the, the sister was not front and center on the cover for no reason, <laughs> uh, which really super bothered me. And they made this whole big... No, this is like a big issue for me because there's not a lot of female playable characters in games, particularly none that are clothed and inspiring. Like, yeah. it's just not a thing that happens very often. And whenever I... I used to play a lot as the male character, usually because they were honestly just like more interesting, cooler characters because I think that like people didn't really know how to <laughs> put women yeah. in games before but I mean, now when i give the which, option like i feel sort of like pressure to play as the woman because i'm like i don't know when i'm gonna get this opportunity again like I better <laughs> that's, why, that's why in Final fantasy games it. the main character is always like is it i don't know boy or girl i'm not sure <laughs> lightning was lame <laughs> yeah. you heard it yeah. here first yeah. i don't know if this plays into or against that but uh, again i i haven't played so i don't know but from what from what i understand emily it, in she's, Dishonored, I mean, from... she is apparently, for lack of a better term, the easy mode in that game because her abilities are so overpowered and just awesome that like the game is apparently much easier to play through as her because uh, she just has better tools at her well, disposal. You, Alex is whereas, play as the guy. <laughs> whereas Corvo has like all of the same abilities that he had from Dishonored right. One, which, which put in these new scenarios makes him less capable. Uh, so then it's I would... hard mode. <sighs> <laughs> sorry did that, I just ruin something that I would like depending on how the, the description is like when you choose the game if yeah. it's like Emily's easy mode I and I definitely have to no. go with Corvo I mean I, d- I know what you're talking about though because sometimes oh, it's no, like, this I, is the way the game should be played and I'm like oh well I feel like the, the difficulty thing, that's this is a whole other conversation yeah, yeah, for another yeah, yeah. podcast but uh yeah, just interesting. So, final thoughts on Dishonored 2. Where does everybody sit with it? Because I'm honestly at the point where it's like, first opportunity that I find this game on sale, I'm buying it. Like, that's just oh, yeah. where I'm at. Sale. Yeah. Gotcha. I'd play, I'd play before Watch Dogs, too. Yeah, I'm with that as well. Um, I I didn't really love the first one. <laughs> Dishonored? I, honestly, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't play much of it. I only played like two I, hours, I and didn't... I was like pretty uninspired by Corvo and I'm with... just by the gameplay i'm with you yeah. you know I, I was kind of i was kind of disappointed it came out at a weird time specifically because it had the exact same art style as like bioshock infinite yeah and they came out like within a week of That's one true. another so it's like oh this is just sort of bioshock light before bioshock comes out and i mean i really like stealth games but i just is it a stealth game is it i don't really know i didn't really get far 
I, uh, I shouldn't say because I really I like I did not play for very long. I only played it for a couple of hours, but like I was really uninspired by the story, and I like still was like two hours in and like didn't have the like blink ability. Yet. Yeah, <laughs> and like blink. I quit kind of when I just right. got it, and I was like too little, too late. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Blink is that whole game. I think I might be the opposite on that. I would actually think I would get Watch Dogs two first. Uh, before Dishonored 2 only because I think I think I mentioned this to you before like GTA 5 I've been having this weird like flash of like I should play that game again but then I look at Watch Dogs 2 and all the gameplay trailers and all the things that you can do in that game which is, there's a lot of sidetrack stuff Yeah. and it's super open world and I keep thinking that might scratch that itch Yeah. and it kind of looks I mean it looks like GTA 5 it's in San Francisco totally GTA was five, was there's also a heavy co-op element to Watch Dogs 2 there is? that's there cool is. I didn't know that. You can play Let's through get the, Watch I'm, Dogs I'm, too. I'm under the impression that you could play through the entire campaign co op. <laughs> if that's true, then I would play that if you want to do that. I'm, let's get through Dark Souls 2. Okay, right. All right. Anyway, so, yeah. on to I'm playing Dark Souls our as well. true <laughs> gaming topic of the week. True gaming. Topic. 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 Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> true, true, true. Uh, so this week's topic is going to be about, actually, in direct opposition to something like Watch Dogs, um, there was a question, I don't have the Reddit user's name right now, but the question basically asked, is linearity in games really that bad? Which is an interesting question, because I feel like as games have trended for the last, like, I don't know, a couple of years or what have you. It seems like games that aren't open world or don't have some sort of open-ended aspect to them aren't like worth the money or worth the investment or aren't like good games. And that like, might that might be a broad stroke statement, but like that's just I sort of the impression. That, I, like, I feel like there's such a push for open world games. Yeah. And I don't know really where it's coming from. Like I feel like I don't I don't really know that it's coming from the I, consumers. I feel like it's coming from the industry. They're like, look, we made this great open world game. It's kind of like, well, like no, they can show why. off a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're kind of, why why are you doing that? It was from like when GTA five like hit mm-hmm. and it sold like fucking hotcakes yeah. people are like oh this is what people like it's <laughs> uh, it certainly didn't start with gta 5 no no I mean, it we're didn't talking... start but it redefined it like didn't redefine but it supported that fact of like open world games will get a lot more people like interested because well, yeah i mean more of course there are open world games yeah. before that and but it's like that recently i feel like it's it's like the cool hip thing you get the, the, it's like, like, it's the games are converting thing. to open world what, yeah. Well, yeah. the way i like to like think about open world games versus linear games is like open world games is like a buffet right whereas you have a linear game it's like a five course meal that's already been planned out for you yeah and like it depends on like what you're feeling what kind of experience that you're looking for if you're looking for like the see, so drop in plit yeah so bringing it back to to the core question though like is linearity really that bad because it's like we can make an argument for open world but it's like linearity in and of itself is that a negative is a game worse because it is linear i think i think open i think both of them can make a game that's good and both of them can make it like you have to do it right like you can make a really shitty really linear game and that bugs me but you can also make an open world game that just feels just vast and like there's nothing but, to do in that either but again like is the fact that a game is linear does that make it bad? No. Absolutely not. Yeah, like, the more I think about it, it's like... Yes. The, the, <laughs> the stage that I'm at in my life right now, it's like, I'd almost rather have linear experiences. something Not something that, like, holds my hand through an experience, no, but right. something that has a defined path so yeah. I can see a definitive beginning and like ending like to what I'm doing. Experience like, versus, you know what? Very good word versus for it. like, a make your own experience. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of uh, when Ant-Man came out. And, like, everybody was like... All these like big Marvel movies are coming out. Physics doesn't make sense in that movie. 
The what? Physics in that movie is no. That's, that's, they, not, they important. that's not what's important that. right now. That's a bad movie. <laughs> no. Let her finish her point. Sorry. The thing is that Marvel is coming out with like all these big movies and like you know, <clears throat> Avengers and Captain America: Civil War was coming out and like all these like big group movies and it was like real heavy and save the world and then sometimes and I feel like now like all these big open world games are coming out and when you get like a linear game when you get like an Ant-Man it's a little bit <laughs> it's smaller it's, yeah it's a little bit you're like oh it's like a little breath of fresh air yeah. like you just feel like sort that's of another like, one of those terms a breath, breath of, of fresh air <laughs> Jesus Christ side note for everybody on the podcast we were talking about terms that piss us off before we started this podcast this, that will eventually be a podcast topic but my <laughs> so, god I think the best example for me in the past like five years of a game that was linear but was just fucking awesome was last of us, last of us. Yeah. oh my it's god that's, that's totally. what i thought of too. that is a linear game yeah. like totally. there's i mean sure there's a little bit of variance that like within I the level there, there is a path that. there is a purpose like yeah right the and no finish no you you finish alex because <laughs> i was gonna move on to like because that game did it right and the other thing we talk about amongst ourselves is like final fantasy 13 where it felt linear at the beginning. Because I know the first 20 hours. Corridors. Yeah, right. So the first 20 hours were linear. And yes, that was like super. It was like corridors. And so I know it explodes later, but that was. Because it was. Because so, yeah, yeah, it, it, it was so restrictive. Um, and it, I wasn't used to that from a Final Fantasy game. And that's, yeah. that, that's the difference to me. I'm starting um, to learn more that people's distaste for that game is sort of in the same ballpark as something like No Man's Sky, where it's like an expectations versus reality thing, where it's like people's expectations of like a Final Fantasy game is supposed to be like big and open and towns and overworld map and all this sort of stuff, towns. and Final Fantasy 13 had none of that. I also didn't like the combat, so that was a problem. Combat was fucking great. You shut your mouth. <laughs> it was. You, it was. You just set up a code. It's like attack, 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 fire, fire, and you're, and then you no, just man. let it run. No man. It, it was so. It I didn't do anything. It matures into such a beautiful thing. Near Why the did Ifrit have heels? Switching and stuff. Did Ifrit have heels? I didn't like them. In thirteen, it's a great game. The characters you're were all, all boring. You're all heathens. Hope, you, it's really... lightning, snow. Hope was a terrible I character. Had... Snow was, was okay. The, like. I don't know what the story is about. I remember like watching it, re- like I was like Oppressors. looking it up. I was like, like, do I just not understand? It? Like, no, that's right. No, no, it's. Sense. it's I will Combat totally side with you on that. It's a weird. Boring. It was not a good game. The, the game makes no <laughs> sense. I'll totally, I'll totally like you know vouch for you on that. It, the story makes no sense, but it's a good game. Let's okay. So let's <laughs> let's stop just like attacking Skirbo on his love for Final Fantasy and stick to the, like the linearity. Okay. Yeah. So. So, yeah, I totally agree with you guys, though, that, like, a linear experience done well does not hurt a game in any right. way, shape, or form. Like, it, and, like, I'll bring it back to what I was saying before. It's, like, like linearity is almost an attractive feature of a game to me, you know, in a world where, like, stuff like The Witcher 3 and, like, world. Final Fantasy mm-hmm. and, like, Fallout with 4 and stuff 3. are what's, like, drowning yeah. us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I specifically... I specifically. That's a good point. Would Skirba. you actually? Would you say that it's a breath of fresh air? Yeah, oh my God, I hate all like of you. To go for. But it's like no. It's like I specifically didn't play The Witcher Three because I was totally intimidated by yeah. it. I, I was am. like, I'm still, still, I'm still I was like, the there's just way too much shit going on in there. I just I don't have the mental space to you take know, in all just, of that. But stuff. then you start. But then you play uh, Deus Ex and you get all the way through that. Deus Ex is not an open world game. <sighs> It is not an it's open. A, it's that a is open a mission-based hub, right? hub world game. Yeah, but it's very similar. No, it's not. It's just not smaller. It's a smaller zone. You I completed where, almost everything smaller. in Deus Ex, and it took me less than thirty hours to beat that game. How many hours have you played Witcher for? Like a 
fucking It's not about time that makes it an open well, no, world no, no. game. I mean, no, but I'm saying I did everything. I know. You're crazy. Oh, no. It's a great <laughs> like, game. I, that's what, again, though, but it's still open world. You can go wherever you want. There's no direction outside the missions. Just because it's a small but there's, world, it doesn't make it yeah. not open. I would say it's still... What like, may, wait, what, then what it defines, a, what defines an open that. world? Like, when I look at Skyrim, obviously that's open world. Yeah. When I look at GTA V, that's obviously an open world. Yes. But when I look at, like, Ocarina of Time, is that an open world? I would almost say that when your when your side was, quests yeah. take precedence yeah. over your main quest. Like, if you completely lose track, if it's easy to lose track of your main quest, so like, saying, literally totally separate so yourself from it. Like, Deus Ex, I always knew what I was doing. I knew, like, where the story was headed, and I was compelled to move it forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, the game had a path for me that it But there was nothing on. pushing you there outside yourself. I had to go to the waypoint, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I had to go to the waypoint. It was but like, like, the entire time. Yeah, I don't think it has to do with whether or not you're compelled to play this side quest. I think it's the right. fact that the side quests exist. Well, right. I'm definitely not arguing for Deus Ex linearity. I, the reason why I played Deus Ex over Witcher 3 is just 100% because I like cyberpunk. Like, <laughs> over, like, high fantasy or whatever yeah. Frank would call it. Because Frank has definitely called us out on using the incorrect term for fantasy there. But, you know. Shut up, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're listening right now comment if you're or listening tomorrow <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i was previously not a big fan of linear games mainly because when you like to complete everything in a game it gives me a lot of anxiety to like leave a world leave a yeah. place and never be able to go back i know what if mm. i've missed something what if and like well the first like the, when i played the last of us like the first time i left an area i was like what if there's a piece of tape there that i missed and i'll never see, be able to get it again. see but a game that kind of like skirts the line but it, i think it's still pretty linear is like um ratchet and clank you know mm-hmm. like each world that you go to and sort of like demons souls you know like each area that you go to has a mission has a direction and yeah. you can go back and you can sort of shoot i know that game like the worlds don't open up until you go but like you can bounce around depending on what you want to do but each world has a path like yeah. each world is linear and with some slight variance in there but like, which one which, which, was an excellent game that was a good game which path do you want to go on game. of course you did of course i did i got bored <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird because ratchet and clank like my spiros days are over i i like look at those spiros spiros I've been saying Spiros. Yeah, because yeah. because we have a, we have a freelancer like, a named Spiros, and I used to call him Spiros, and he would correct me and be like, "My name is actually Spiros." And I was like, "Have you ever played that dragon game?" Um, <laughs> like the dragon, right? <laughs> that was the first thing I said to him when I met him. Oh god, that's embarrassing. Are you purple um, and have wings too? Anyway, uh, so Spiros, yeah, those days, like when I think about those games, when I think about Ratchet and Clank, like the platformers. Yeah, exactly. Like or the, the 3D platformers. platformers and the hub worlds and stuff. I feel like that those. Those days are behind me. Like, for some reason, whenever I look at those games now, I'm just not interested. Except for? Deus Ex. I don't know. We're what's pointing at Liz, what's the like, spiritual what? successor that's coming out uh, for Banjo? Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, we have no idea what you're pointing at. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen I will more say, confused. I was a freaking deer that <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will say that I am not really that interested in ukulele either i'm That's getting weird. it did you i'm like stoked banjo? for it i did you play banjo? kickstarted yeah, back I did. that shit I, didn't really, I mean i just I'm, like the way it looks i'm I not that excited like about 3d yeah. platformers i'm thoroughly like a, excited for it like it looks like a pixar movie just in a game looks awesome yeah it looks really cool trouser snake trouser snake man yeah. <laughs> it's a snake wearing why, shorts why are, are you not why are you too. not excited is it just another symptom of the fact that you can't Don't get hyped you, about games. Don't say that. <laughs> Justin, Don't you say that. Justin's like game depressed right yeah, now. Yeah, that's not true. It, it seems like you are. Though. The first I mean, step is admitting it's it, just, it, Justin. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. I get excited every day to go into my. Don't say it. 
Animal Crossing <laughs> town to see what, sh- what, what new shoes I could buy and hats and things. Listeners, I'm going to tell you right now that it is just a matter of time. It is just a matter of time just until we go through and ask people what they're playing and Chow is just gushing. Hey, gushing I can tell you. about Stardew Valley. It is a matter of time, ladies and gentlemen. Like I hover over that. Uh, I'm on the Steam. How many? How many times have you Steam put it in your Stardew cart Valley and then yeah. be like, no, 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 no? How many like, times have you looked at it? On the I've Steam looked at it a lot. <laughs> I've looked at it a lot, a lot. But then I think it's going to take me away from my animal friends and animal crossing. <laughs> it's just a matter of time, everybody. It's just Stop a matter judging of time. me. You will find your path to your main quest. All right, and linearly take yourself. Literally. To the so checkout line. Did we have any kind of consensus on this? Did everyone speak their mind on what? Ha- likes, I think once word. you get over the fact that you can't go back and get everything, you just have to kind of. I decided to accept that. I was like, you know what? I'm just. It's not going to diminish from this experience. Not, I'm just going to let it go. I choose to accept yeah. this is okay. And I choose to be happy about this. Yeah. Not all linear games don't let you go back. Like that is really frustrating though when you miss something and then it's like. It did happen to me in the second Final Fantasy X, Final Fantasy X-2, when you play this unit. I mean, I liked it. Sorry. I didn't play it. You like 13. (laughs) (laughs) You have no merit in this conversation. I'm the world's greatest Final Fantasy fan. I I missed um, an accessory. I I forget what it was called. But it makes it so that you don't run into, uh, you don't run into any battles. Yeah. So when you're doing like a ton of the side mission stuff and a ton of like the you, you, know, you want to be able to just you want to be able to, yeah you want to be able to turn that off because there's also like one mission in particular what, what <laughs> there's one mission in particular yeah. where you had to keep track of how many battles you got into how much money you got from each battle like how like it was like very particular about all this stuff and i was like running into battles all the time and trying to write everything down and then i was like ah screw it i can't do this <laughs> quick counterpoint here uh open world game final fantasy 7 I missed Odin early on in the game. You have to like pick it up from oh, a locker you in to, Juno. Then you got to go to Bone Village and dig it up. You can't get it back. You can get everything that you miss in Bone Village, but it's a fucking nightmare. There was some. There was a reason I couldn't get that in Final Fantasy X, and it was awful. It a lot of people had problems like for or not knowing the code for like Bahamut Zero in that game, and the only way to get it after you miss it is Bone Village, which is so. Goddamn so, stupid! Do you remember that? The music you, is hitting me. Really where you hard set right the now. little dynamite, really and then the people cause... look in the direction yeah. where you're supposed to dig, and then if you dig in the wrong spot, it's like, yeah. nope, do it all over. It was again. random, right? Like what totally you got. random, yeah. totally random. So but... that that hurt me, and that's an open world game. So it's like you can still miss things in those. Did you yeah. ever see? Uh... Oh man, when I didn't finish Vincent. Final Fantasy VII. When I didn't finish you, Vincent's thing and I didn't learn about like Palatina oh, or whatever, that hurt me too. I'd, yeah, like find the stupid cave and some shit. I'd. I got really upset about that. So did you know... There's a lot of really weird hidden shit in that. I was going to say, did you know that certain summons in Final Fantasy VII have have uh, separate animations? Odin is one of them. Yeah, so, he has a lance. Mm, and Odin is, yeah, it's typically Gunge Lance where he throws it off of oh, a thing. Shit. Yeah. And then I, the second one is Zandatsu where he just fucking chops I'm the dude sorry. in half. I, so badass. I said that wrong. I, I, I get these mixed up often, too. It wasn't Odin, it was Ramu. Uh, the, the old... You know you have to get Ramu. The, no, you don't. You can miss it. He's the guy with the lightning yeah, on the, the mountain, lightning, right? Yeah. Low, you can miss that. One. It's obvious, oh, but I'm, you can I'm, miss it. I'm you thinking of Final Fantasy You could be fucking up so bad. There's a mainline story quest in 9 where you have to get Rama. Did you go on... Is it? I thought it was like Ramaha. I never knew how to pronounce... <laughs> I mean, it was... It's R... Neho Bahamaha. Dude, your eyes when you just did that was so classic. I had a cousin that used to pronounce Chocobo, Kokobo, and I would just fucking want to strangle her so bad. Oh my gosh. Why would you think it's Kokobo? There's a CH. Well, we call him Midger. 
Yeah, yeah you guys are weird. There, I always I've pronounced, heard, I always it's pronounced called it Midgar, you fuck it. Like, are you kidding me? For some reason, whenever I saw Avalanche, I would say Avalanche. I did too. Or Mako, which is actually... No, not, Mako is for fucking plebs, dude. It's Mako. Right, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway. I called Hermione Hermoin. Hermione. And then I read it. <laughs> Hermione. Yeah. Five points to Gryffindor. Hermione. Oh my gosh. Right. Guys, this has been an excellent uh, 54th episode of the TZR podcast. <laughs> I want to thank all of our, I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us today. Know that our podcast posts every Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern time on Sound ish on SoundCloud, <laughs> Stitcher, iTunes, or whatever uh, podcast service you use around the web. You can also follow us on Twitter at the Zero Review. You can like our Facebook page or subscribe to our YouTube channel, recently past 100 subscribers, on youtube.com slash thezerorevue. Be sure to check out thezerorevue.com for all of our awesome awesome news and reviews. And if you have any questions for us, because we want to hear from you guys. We we love everyone. If you have any questions for us, reach us at podcast at thezerorevue.com. Send us your questions. Send us your topic ideas. And we will be happy to read them live on the podcast. Give us a good question. Yes, what? Sorry, nothing. All right. Guys, thank you so much for joining me this evening. And we'll see you on the next one. Bow! Nice. Good night, everyone. <laughs> good night. <laughs>